Hello and welcome to Something in the Stars Astrology Podcast. I am your host, Kelly, and today Kathy and I are tackling the astrology forecast for June of 2021. Please sit back and enjoy. Hello. Hello. So here we are for June. Here we are. We're still alive. Yes, we are. <laughs> it's it's May 19th. We're recording this on May 19th. Hey, we're not doing the 13th for a change. Oh, that's good. But um, <laughs> switch it up. But uh, yeah, so by the time we get to June, Mercury will be retrograde in the yes. home sign of Gemini. And um, just want to thank you for pulling the aspects this month. I've had a lot of stuff, life stuff happening. So I no appreciate problem. you for taking a look at. I mean, I know you usually do anyway, yeah. but like the fact that you were like, here, I did a thing. I'm like, great. Thanks so I, much. <laughs> I know. I know some background about Kelly. We want to talk about. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but you had enough. So I had I a lot. Like, you know what? I'm in here. I might as well just do it. So. Jupiter's no, energy. No Jupiter's yeah. energy has a lot right now. Yeah. Like, I'm absolutely. glad. Like, I have Jupiter in Pisces. It's like, I'm mm -hmm. glad to see you back, like, trucking through your home sign, which you know, yes. is also my Jupiter return, but oh. dear God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't get the exact Jupiter return until 10 degrees. Cause that's what my Jupiter okay. is at. But still while. the ingress into that house is like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big planet doing big right. things in your life. And you're like, fuck. So totally. yeah, right now it's, it's in my eighth house. So I guess I'm supposed to be helping people with their, their stuff other people's stuff oh good that that's cool and that and yeah. you helped me like before we actually turned the recording on because you're like I've been looking at your chart I'm like thank you thank <laughs> you welcome. because I just you know how, like when you look at your own chart it's just kind of like Ugh. Uh, yeah you need somebody it, else it, to look at it and be like um so objective. this is what I see yeah yeah absolutely yeah but speaking of charts uh June 1st we started out with Neptune and Pisces, Trine, Mars, and Cancer. Mm -hmm. So that's an interesting combination. It's a trine, at least. Yep. So at least it's not totally damaging. <laughs> and yeah, and you've got Neptune and the home sign. You've got Mars and the sad place. <laughs> the sad place. <laughs> That's a great way to say I just see it. Mars being sad and cancer. Like, I feel things here. Like, it's, yes. he goes all emo. He's listening to a lot of, you know, My Chemical Romance and right. whatever. <laughs> well, and I have Mars and cancer natally, and it's very frustrating. When yeah. I get mad, I cry. So that, that should tell you something. <laughs> yeah. As someone who has Mars and Libra, I totally relate to that. See, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I care so much. Yeah. You know? I want everyone to be okay. Yes. <laughs> and if they're not, I'm going to get really mad about it. <laughs> yeah. And Libra is just going to be like, I'll do anything to fix it. Yes. Allow me to throw myself under the bus. Yeah, it's not right. cute. <laughs> Let me be the glue of everything that I can't be the glue of. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, but yeah. Neptune, Neptune trine Mars is almost like, what do you dream about and what can you do about your dreams? Yes. That's kind of what I had to feeding mm -hmm. your dreams, going through with them. Mm -hmm. um, also it's conjunct fixed star uh, Persian, which is like the hunger. So people oh. are probably going to start really feeling that whatever that looks like in dreams or going after your dreams, you know? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so yeah. Um, and and with Mars and that like deep feeling place too. I feel mm -hmm. like it's going to be like very inspiring too, because Neptune yeah. can bring that out in us. And then with yeah, Mars being in a, yeah. And with Mars yeah. being in a, a feeling place can like, it has access to that energy basically. For sure. Yeah. So they can help each other. The only thing I'm little concerned about is like, getting too deep into our illusions and like mm -hmm. the other thing I think about is like quick talkers that might pull you under the waves and it feels really good um mm -hmm. and then it's 
but unfortunately, like then your emotions completely take the reins, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yes, this is awesome energy for it, but as always, we have to like put a dose of reality in it. I think so. Yeah. Neptune always brings the fog and the rose colored sunglasses. Yes. So, which is great, but I could Mm -hmm. also see it be, I could also see it being something like, well, that seemed like a good idea at the time. Yes. that was a nice couple of days where I thought I was going to go and be a circus performer somewhere. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. So. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Just a little, little dose of, you know, a little reality. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want to be the bummer, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of planets and cancer, we get Venus ingressing into cancer on June 2nd. Yes. Which is a nice placement. Yeah. I I like Venus and Cancer because mm-hmm. I feel like she can just whereas Mars is like, oh, I have to feel things. Venus yeah. is like, yeah, I get to feel things. Yes. I get to be a mom. Yeah. Like <laughs> exactly. Like I well taking care of not only ourselves, but like taking care of those who need us, you mm-hmm. know, and just and also seeking care from others so not putting it all on yourself yeah yeah i always think of the venus de milo to you like oh yeah the venus and the clamshell that's (laughs) really the one that i look at like when i think of venus it's not necessarily like i think about that but that's not a venus in taurus or venus in libra to me it's a venus in cancer for sure you know yeah there's some yeah because there is a certain there's a certain beauty about Venus and cancer because mm-hmm. it's not so much like about um, I don't want to say like it's not it, I mean, it can be about how you physically look. But to me, Venus and cancer, it's just it's about feeling beautiful. Yeah. Like feeling like a beautiful person. And that is not limited to physical looks. It is about your actions. Yes. And actually, like, yeah, like you said, it's really kind of what you feel inside rather than what's going on on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And she is co-present with Mars. Mm -hmm. I would like to think, I mean, I know it's not by degree because he's like way towards the end and she's like, Mm -hmm. I just got here. Right. Um, (laughs) Maybe she's coming to sweep up the mess. (laughs) I feel, yeah, I feel like, you know, she'll be there to, you know, dry all of the tears or something like that, you know, pick up all of the, I don't know, like CDs that weren't put back in jewel cases from all of the, you know, music listening that Mars was doing while he was in this place of, (laughs) of emo. But, um, but there's something about the two of them being co-present together where like, I don't know, like she can extend a little love to him, Mm -hmm. you know? Yes. But I guess what I'm trying to say is that there's just a feel, uh, there's just a different feeling tone. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And on the third, we have a very busy day. Very. So you want, you want to start, you want to talk about this one? You want to start this one? Okay. So Saturn retrograde trying the sun. Um, So we've got, Saturn in Aquarius, um, and then Sun in Gemini. Mm-hmm. And then we also have Neptune square, retrograde Mercury. Yep. And then and then we have Venus, co-present Mars, trine Jupiter. Yeah. So saying actually, all that. I'm looking forward, I'm looking forward to the Venus trine Jupiter, but like the Saturn and the Sat the Saturn trine Sun. Mm-hmm. Saturn retrograde, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good. I, I feel like it's a right. get down to business sort of thing. Yeah, I don't think it's actually I know Saturn gets a bad rap, but truly, I think I mean, I don't know about you, but I enjoy checking things off a list that makes me feel fulfilled. And that's very Saturn. I'm a Virgo. <laughs> Yes. I live for that shit. <laughs> exactly. So I don't think it's going to be bad. Um, I I kind of had said, I was thinking 
a shining light on responsibilities that we may hold and making sure to really seek out every nook and cranny. Mm -hmm. Um, It may be a good day to unearth things that have been on the to-do list, like I said, Mm -hmm. that you've been burying under stacks of papers, you know, Mm. like let's just get to it already and have it off our tables, you know? Yeah. Um, So I would say like, what part of you have been, or what part have you been overlooking? Um, And don't let others sway you into thinking you're doing, you're ready to do the thing. Does that make sense? Like, yes, you got to get, actually it feels very, I know it feels (laughs) so poignant. (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) So it's not that you can't do the thing, but you know that you have to have certain things done before you can do the cool thing, you know? Yeah. So, well, I feel like, uh, so the sun in Gemini is really like a place of like, these are the multiple options, but I feel like Saturn is just kind of like, tone it down, trim it down, <laughs> do the practical thing. Yes. Um, Simplify. Don't like, th- like sun, thank you for casting a light on all of yeah. the stuff. We are going to get to work now. Exactly. You know? And, yep. you know, and Gemini sometimes being like, ooh, ooh. Right. Ooh, like going back and forth. Like yes. Saturn is going to be like, I'm raining your energy in to have mm-hmm. a laser focus on right. these couple of things. Well, I don't know about you, but did you ever like when you were a kid or a teenager and your mom was like, don't clean your room. And then you like start to clean your room and then you find this thing and then like, oh my God, that hat, I forgot about it. You put the I, hat on and then you're I do like, that now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about kids. No, I agree. I do the same thing. And then you start playing with everything that you you know, are trying to clean. But then mom comes back and is like, can you focus, please? Mm -hmm. Because you've been there for four hours now. (laughs) Yeah. And now it's a bigger mess than it was before. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, the focus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then like you said, we've got Venus trying Jupiter, which is really nice. Um, Mm -hmm. I just said finding our nourishment and spirit like finding care in the world. So, I mean, I'm, there's obviously two things going on here. Oh, yeah. I skipped the other one. Go ahead. <laughs> well, well, and the, but it kind of goes nicely because the Neptune square Mercury retro. Mm-hmm. So right. Mercury is like, Mercury's in Gemini going in reverse. Yes. And then Neptune is like, let me add some fog and rose colored sunglasses to this mix. Right. So that, that same theme of trying to clean up your room when you just end up having fun with it and you, then you don't get anything done. Yeah, and then you don't get anything done. So it feels kind of messy and Saturn is just like, uh, can you just yes. focus? But then there's the Jupiter yeah. Venus trine. Yes. Which to me just kind of, it, to me, it's a very loving energy. I think so. So it's, hopefully there's a little patience too, you know, yeah. in all of this. So yeah. Yeah, we need to get stuff done, but also be gentle with yourself and mm-hmm. try not to beat yourself up too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially with the cancer energy yeah. and the the Pisces energy will be, you know, all about like, just, yeah. just relax. Right. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Don't have too much to drink that night. <laughs> that, that would be it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Neptune. Like with this aspect with like Neptune square Mercury, that yeah. is, that is so like the, the, the drinking incident where everybody just starts oversharing. Oh, yes, absolutely. That, that is, is definitely a, an oversharing day. That is an oversharing day. Totally. <laughs> totally. I mean, Venus and Jupiter might bring a healing balm in with it, but yeah, right. I could see that being an oversharing day. No, I, I agree. This would be the, um, <laughs> Because I know we can cuss on here, right? Yes. yes. Well, I'm not really cussing, but um, this would be when you're finally, you know, you get through your the mess of your room and you're hanging out with your friends, you start drinking too much and you're like, you'll never even know what I found in my room and it was that dildo under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, whoa, what? That's too much. <laughs> exactly. Well, when did you get it? And then that turns into a story. That's just it. I haven't (laughs) seen it in 20 years. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, my God. Are you ever sharing right now? No. 
This is not reflective of my own, but it is funny. It is funny. <laughs> it happened. Oh, All right. And so after after that nice little tidbit, we get yeah. Mars opposite Pluto. And I've I've been watching this one for a while. And this is on June 5th. So it's just kind of like, what is this going to do? Oh, yeah. This is power struggles or the dynamics, but go ahead. Well, and it's okay. So Mars and Cancer, Pluto Capricorn. It's Mm -hmm. to me, it's like ping to the Pluto Capricorn Saturn crap Mm -hmm. Mars crap that we had last year. Yes. So mm. yeah, that might get messy. Maybe I had down like tug of war. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause like emotional Mars can make emotional decisions. And even though that can be good, sometimes it can also be really messy. Um, yeah. and Pluto still wants to just keep digging in the knife, you know, and, um, <laughs> Mars wants to eat his feelings and yeah. So yeah, Mars, <laughs> Mars wants to eat his feelings while, while, while Pluto is just like, I'm totally fucking up your foundation. Exactly. You know? So, yeah, yeah, I just I see that as like just a very I see it as a very emotional day. Yeah. Or a couple of days. I would say, yeah, maybe a couple of days and and just. Yeah, I don't know. I'm probably going to put that on my calendar. Just be like, lay low. Yeah. Could be a little destructive, you know, but yeah, there's just. Yeah, there's there. Yeah, it does. It has like that. to me it has that 2020 destructive quality to it right you know where there's like some type there's some type of revisit to things yeah and how that could play out you know globally and in the news right I mean I definitely could see some political stuff going down not that we're not seeing that every day no but but like yeah there's something that calls back to that old like we're seeing the structures fall. Right. This is how we feel about that. Right. Well, and I think if we think back to a year ago in June, it was really a rough time. I mean, yeah. Um, in America, but, anyways. Yeah. And yeah, in the United States, because George Floyd had just happened yes. then. Right. And so we were dealing with pandemic and and we were there was a lot of uprising, which there needed to be. Um, yeah, totally. But it was a lot. It was a lot on many different people in many different ways. So yeah, um, I hope it could be more productive, but I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this is a weird. Yeah, aspect, it's so. yeah, it's hard to know. Mm-hmm. It's hard to know. Yeah. And then a couple of days later, on the tenth, we get the solar eclipse in Gemini. Mm-hmm. And. You know how you ask that question? I wonder how the eclipses will affect me. Jesus Christ, I've been having yeah. that one big time these days. So I'm not going to yeah. bore bore anyone with the details with it. But damn, I'm curious to see what this eclipse is going to do. I, I am too. I mean, <laughs> if we're in it, then we're in it, you know. Um, the only thing I had come up for me was um, dampening social relationships, um, like kind of completely mm. overhauling how you think, how you communicate. Um, and maybe it's a good day just to sit with this. Don't take any action, you know? Yeah. Um, and then also I said, don't believe everything you believe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like y- we all have beliefs and sometimes they're not correct, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's okay to let some of those go and mm-hmm. rethink it. So yeah. yeah, that is that is reminding me of a conversation that I had recently um, around basically how when there is confrontation, the biggest thing is like it is a threat to the narrative. Mm-hmm. So I could see, you know, because we all have narratives that we believe are about ourselves, about other people. So, yeah, I totally see what you're saying with the like, you know, don't don't believe your beliefs like and especially with gemini like don't believe everything you hear yes and exactly with with the sun there too though i feel like this is a disruption of self because i mean i look at eclipses as like 
disrupted. Right. We're disrupting the sun. We're disrupting the self, the sense of right. self. And and Gemini, like what we've, yeah, exactly, what we've believed about ourselves, mm-hmm. what we've, yep. you know, what the narrative that we believe is that somehow getting disrupted. Yes, exactly. So. Yep. Everything that's in our mind is being tossed up, you know. Yeah. For sure. <sighs> it's a good time. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, Mars inter- ingresses into Leo. And we have the Mercury Kazemi. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Mars is going to be happy to be in Leo, I think. Yes. Yes. Because he Definitely. gets to dry off at least. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I feel like he's very flaunty here. Like the victorious mm-hmm. shining knight in gold. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't help but think of like, you know, like the 80s or something like that. You know, like the, I don't know, like the rich mortgage broker who has like a house in Miami and wears white suits, you know. It's Rolex. Yeah, Rolex Rolex. has, you know, and for some reason has a, you know, Lamborghini. Like, you know, it's like just that really like ostentatious, like ridiculous Mars. (laughs) I I was about to say, because that's what I kind of had, like, watch out for aggressive narcissism, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, don't don't even try to call people out on that type of thing because, oh, it could be terrible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do think Mars will be feeling better. And I think Mars will yeah. also be in a place where he's just like, I can take action. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. he does enter the opposition with Saturn. That doesn't happen until I don't think until July. Right. But that energy late. is also, but that energy is there. It started. Yeah. You know. Exactly. So. Then we have the Mercury Kazemi that day too. And. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, you know, Mercury Kazemi, it's like he's going undercover when that happens, Mm -hmm. like the sun is outshining him. But I feel like we might still be mulling over that stuff from the day before with the eclipse, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I would say just allow it to just be there for a bit. Like you don't have to like act on anything, any revelations you had, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of work can be done when things are hidden it's like the the communications and stuff that are happening behind the scenes and then you know you emerge from the sun like with new information a new outlook a new whatever so yeah i don't think that's a bad thing no but yeah yeah, definitely mulling i could see that being like a mulling over of the eclipse yeah. And then I'll say the new energy with Mars, like, what are we doing now? <laughs> right. What's the next plan of, you know, mm-hmm. action plan, plan of action. I couldn't say that. Speaking of Mercury retrograde. <laughs> well, we're oh in the shadow. God. We're in the shadow, right? Yes. Good it's Lord. coming soon. Good Lord. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Yeah. At least it's trining my 12, all the stuff I have in the 12th house. Yeah, that's that's nice. I mean, there is it. that. Like, it's still the twelfth house, right? It's yes. At least it's a trine. Exactly. Um, yeah. and then the next day. So okay, so that's um June eleventh, and then on June twelfth we get Uranus sextile Venus. Yes. I feel like this mm. is a nice little surprise. Mm-hmm. To me, that's what sex tiles are. It's like, here's a nice little surprise. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, new ways to incorporate how we nurture ourselves and others. Because mm-hmm. I feel like we always go back to that, like, let's self-care and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, are we ever going to be original? Like, you can mm-hmm. think of other things than bubble baths, even though those are nice. <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> yeah. Well, and with Uranus... In Taurus, in Venus's sign, um, you know, that's that's a nice little reception there. So right. it's a very good conversation yeah. around, you know, 
and she's in cancer. So it's a very good conversation around what's happening in the material world versus mm-hmm. what's happening in the emotional world. Yes. You know, absolutely. and we get earth and water. So how do we make mud? Yes. <laughs> how do we make a nice little elixir? A mud bath. A mud bath. Yeah. <laughs> well, and there's a, you know, coming back to like that, like comforting ourselves, but yes. also um, pushing ourselves out of quote unquote, our comfort zone so that we mm-hmm. can discover new ways of comfort zones, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And also, I think that later that day, the moon conjuncts Venus, too. Oh, okay. So it just adds that little, like, hey. It adds that extra little pizzazz. Yeah. Moon's in her house, and Mm -hmm. they're having a girl's night. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And then on the 13th, Saturn retrograde in Aquarius square. Uranus in Taurus. So if there was a big event for the month of June, I would say it's this with the eclipses or the eclipse being a close second. Maybe they're neck and neck. Either way, big aspect. Yes. And this and this is this and this is the second one. Because mm-hmm. we had one back like at the beginning of end of February, beginning of March, roughly. Right. So this is the second part of the trilogy, yeah. which is always, yeah. to me, the busiest part of the trilogy. Yeah. It's the Empire Strike ba- tr- Strikes Back. <laughs> yes. The climax. When things get real. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I had the world feels like it's moving too fast forward and we still have a lot of work to do. I think that kind of happened last year too, or maybe even earlier, but where we were like, okay, we understand new things now. And so let's move forward. And it's like, no, you still haven't really learned it though yet, you know? Yeah. Um, And Saturn doesn't really like when we glaze over situations just to avoid the tough stuff. Mm -hmm. So there's probably going to be that shift trying to happen, but it might might not get there yet. Yeah. It's a little tough. And never underestimate Uranus's ability to be like, I want to be free. I'm going to blow things up. And, yep. you know, exactly. let me and, throw in something, whatever. You don't even know what it is. Let me, yeah, <laughs> let me throw in some pizzazz. And Saturn right. is like, I do not appreciate any of this. No, I do not want pizzazz <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. Saturn wants crackers and beige furniture. That's what, yes. <laughs> that's what. That's what Saturn Saltines, wants. leave off the salt. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's going to be mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting. And it's and it's a clash between, you know, the way things have been and the way things could be. Right. And absolutely. yeah, it's TikTok teens versus boomers. <laughs> oh, my God. Absolutely. <laughs> Although I don't know when that happened with the uh, TikTok teens when they bought out all those Trump, you know, tickets. That was, that was so pretty awesome. hilarious. That was so like, awesome. I'll take that type mm-hmm. of thing. <laughs> oh yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. <laughs> and then on the twentieth, we get two things: Sun ingress into Cancer. Mm-hmm. And then Jupiter stations retrograde, and I have so many feelings about that. Tell us your feelings. <laughs> I don't want it to go. Like I know, like it's my home. Like you know, Jupiter yeah. and Pisces. Like it's big and everything right now, but it's also just like, yeah, I, I don't really know how to describe it. It's just, the energy of it is just so different, and for me, I feel like. You know, Jupiter was in Capricorn and it was like the saddest thing ever. And then Jupiter got into Aquarius and was like, okay, this is a little better. And Jupiter being in Pisces, where Jupiter is like full tilt power. Right. I mean, like I said, since the ingress, for me personally, it's been a lot. Right. Um, Yeah. And I made a post about it and everybody was just like, I'm struggling. It's a lot. Like, you know, so it's a lot for everybody. Yeah. And like... But I'm also kind of like, but damn it, I don't, don't want it. Yet. I don't want it to go back into the no. Saturn ruled sign. But I understand that, like, 
that need that needs to happen. Yes, because Jupiter needs to have a plan to continue on. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, I kind of skipped over the Sun and okay. Cancer. So Sun okay. and Cancer. Yes, Solstice. Yeah, which is always interesting to me because, like, the sol- Solstice, the summer Solstice, is actually in a moon sign. <laughs> Just random yeah. thoughts. <laughs> Summer solstice always makes me sad mm-hmm. because the days know. start getting shorter. Yes. And, well, and yeah, so I, I was thinking about this whole moon ruled thing. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, okay, well, we celebrate nature at its peak. And in cancer, we find out like vitality is dependent in the care and feeding of the body and like ourselves mm-hmm. and the earth. So we can't have one without the other. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the symbiotic relationship. Yeah. <laughs> that was the other thing I said. As much as we try in Western civilization anyways, let's take a hint. You must replenish the body. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You have to rest. Yes. You have to, you have to feed the machine. <laughs> you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, and so we were talking about Jupiter, too. Mm -hmm. So this whole time, and as it goes backward again, um, it's been conjunct this fixed star formal hot, which is very magical. So I'm thinking, like, what have we learned so far about our own magic? And, like, Mm. what are we manifesting into our lives? Because we'll return back to it, I think, Pisces back in October. I believe that's right. Um, Jupiter and Pisces? Yeah. Um, Seems like a long time, but I I thought it was December. Uh, You know what? You're right. It goes back direct in October. That's okay. Okay. But it won't be back. But it won't be back in Pisces until. Okay. Okay. So we have a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. But then, oh, God, when it gets into Pisces that second time round, it mm-hmm. flies through. We have Jupiter in Aries by, like, what, May or something? Yeah, it's not uh, enough. It makes me so I, sad. I don't like that. It's <laughs> <sighs> like it just gets a little bit of time in my fifth house, and then it's like, right. I'm going to be in your sixth house. Like, damn it. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> exactly. That's No, I don't like it. Yeah, so... <laughs> But yeah, um, sun in Cancer, Jupiter stations retrograde. Mm-hmm. That day is also the solstice. Yeah. So anything else on Sun Cancer? Um, hmm. I don't know. I think we're just being forced to like really take a look at our needs. You know? Yeah. I was thinking like, um, how do we care for ourselves? Yeah. Like. And again, going back to that, like Uranus thing, it was like, what we've always done isn't always the best way, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. and that might feel uncomfortable for a little bit, but then it'll become your new, you know, yeah, zone. Your, your, new, <laughs> your new jam. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. And then right after that, on the 21st, we get Neptune trying Pisces, which is also, to me, another like little healing balm coming in. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and again, Neptune, home sign, Venus mm-hmm. and Cancer. Yeah. So. That's a lovely placement. Um, yeah. And actually, again, see, all these planets are hitting fixed star uh, Procyon. Mm-hmm. And I think I said it before, but like that star is more about like feeding the hunger. Yeah. So I would just say, even though it's a great day, watch out for overindulgence. Like it's also, it's a good night for like lovely dreaming and doing all these amazing, beautiful things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's another one of those day that days that's, that's like, don't eat the whole box of bonbons or maybe you should, but um you know, just know that you're going to be sick. (laughs) That's, that's what I was thinking. I was like, this is like, this is like going to your friend's house and you have the cookout and there's just tons of good food, tons of good desserts, tons of good drink. 
And like the next day, you're not only hungover, but you're like food hungover. Yeah. And- <laughs> just like, and, but you're like, worth it. Like, yeah, you know true. what I mean? Like, it's just that type of like, it is very indulgent, but it is also yeah. very like, so to me, this is very pleasurable and very dreamy. Yeah. And I also could see where like inspiration would you know, hit to, you know, write a love song or something like that. Something ridiculously sweet, you know. Yes. Yes. For sure. Good date night. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. June 21st. Oh, it's a Monday. Whatever. That's that's a Venus night. Yeah. I'm I'm down with it. Yeah. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah. And then... Mercury stations direct on the 22nd. Yay. Yippee. Thank goodness. <sighs> yeah. I, ha- I have a story about this, but I'll wait unless you have, like, if you have. No, thoughts. go ahead. Tell me your story. Okay. Okay. I'm going to try to make this as short as possible, but, and I was given permission by my best friend to tell this story. For okay, this. okay. Cool. So. Obviously, like when Mercury decides to start going forward again, we start to see our like communication, travel technology to start clearing up a little bit. Um, And during retrogrades, we may be revisiting places we've been before, but needed need to like finish the trip after. So this is the story. Okay, my best friend a couple years ago decided to drive out from Georgia all the way to California. Okay. Mm -hmm amazing trip and she's a road tripper she does all these amazing things um but when she got to california she was going to come back around through the south and but she got to california and her mom called and her dad had had a stroke oh and so she had to rush back across the country to do that right to come mm-hmm. back to her dad well she is finishing that trip at the end of mercury retrograde this year She's going back through the South. Oh, wow. Yes. And um, it was interesting, too, because both her and I, like, saw that synchronicity Mm -hmm. right away. It was like, of course. Of course you're going back to revisit what you missed before, you Mm -hmm. know. So that's my little short story. But I think it's those are the types of things you can see. And sometimes even, like, in a long-term thing, you know. So. Yeah, this makes me want to look up like what was going on when the last yeah. time Mercury was retrograde in Gemini. Yes. And you know what? I I wish I knew the exact year. I feel like it was two years ago, but I could be wrong. I'll have to co- go back to that because yeah. I, I would not be shocked if it was like that similar pattern, you know, yeah. when she went out there. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll have to with what I've got going on, I'll have to do that for my chart as well. Yes. <laughs> Just to, you know, see if I'm gonna finish any journeys or not. But right. <laughs> yeah. They're also two with a station. Mm-hmm. And I think it's Austin that says this. Um it's like Mercury will be like amplifying. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something about the station where it's just hang. I think April Shaley says this, too, where it's just kind of like it's just suspended. Yes. <laughs> and right. just amplifying. So it, to me, the stations have a tension to them. Exactly. You know, yep. where it, it just kind of like reaches that apex and then it just rolls right back on down. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Well, and then that, that's the thing. So that's, you know that day it's stationing and I believe so like just going back to Sarah's story mm-hmm. and she can correct me if I'm wrong but I believe that's when she'll be ending that trip so oh, she'll be wow. coming back home so that was one of the parts that was like whoa what you know yeah wow <laughs> yeah that's crazy well, it is all right and- then Jupiter on the 23rd is retrograde and is going to try and cancer sun, the sun and yeah. cancer. I thought oh, that's, that's nice. It is nice. I mean, even though Jupiter's retro, I, I, I feel like, like what magic did you find in May? Cause I do think yeah. like May had well, so far has been pretty nice, you know? Um, yeah. So like what brought you closer to seeing like your real self? How do you, yes. how do you embody magic? Um, yeah. That type of thing. 
Also, I said, this is a great day for some ritual bathing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally. And then the next day, we have the full moon in Capricorn. Yes. (laughs) Capricorn. I know. Like, we weren't sick of it last year. (laughs) Yeah. So that's that's happening. That's happening on the 24th. Again, I feel like this is going to ping... And maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't know. Because the moon like trucks through Capricorn like all the time. Right. But like it, it's a full moon in Capricorn this time. So I feel like I, I just feel like that theme of like. Is, is mm-hmm. of 2020 is just going to come up. Mm-hmm. Like go back and what did you miss? What did mm-hmm. you fail in your responsibilities to do? Yeah. And eventually you know. the moon will, that while it, you know, while it's trucking through Capricorn, will interface with Pluto. Right. So the yeah, moon will be yeah. swinging by Pluto for at least a few hours going, what's up? Yes, exactly. <laughs> what emotional yeah. things can I help you work through? <laughs> that, that point, productivity, what are you doing that wears down your body? Yeah. You know, like, sometimes it's too much like yes we have responsibilities and we need to keep things in order and pay the bills and um but also pay your soul like Mm -hmm. we can't we can't do what we need to do if you're constantly just grinding into yourself yeah exactly exactly yeah and i don't know does it does it aside from like the interface with um with Pluto, is it doing anything else with anyone? I didn't see offhand. Do you have? I'm looking at solar fire. Yeah, pulled up. I mean, the moon will be full. I mean, there's a quick sextile to Jupiter. Um. Yeah quick trine to uranus Mm -hmm. but this isn't necessarily when the moon is full this is just as it's trucking through capricorn yeah i would say i think i just looked at the exact time of the full moon yeah so eh. i mean it's it's probably gonna ping a few things you know it's gonna hello jupiter hello uranus right um i mean i and hello pluto but like for the most part it seems pretty undisturbed yeah which is good for a full yes. moon it can do what it needs to do <laughs> it can do what it needs to do it can just be a full moon yep <laughs> so okay hmm. and then on the 25th neptune station retrograde mm-hmm. so again amplification of mm-hmm. dreamy dream planet but yeah. again with the outer planets i don't really worry too much about yeah. Retrogrades. It's not like Mercury where it's like quick and dynamic and personal. Right. Like, I this mean, it's like, like with Jupiter. It's just kind of like a da 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 da. Yeah. I'm a background program. Right. Like sometimes we don't even notice it until like later, you know, and yeah, like, oh, yeah that kind of was shifting a little bit or um, yeah, I think it generally like reflects what's happening. Big picture, like you said, you know, it's, yeah. Um. And there could be a theme going back to what we talked about before, like pulling back the veil of what we've been pretending to see since November, mm-hmm. you know, um, maybe what we hoped would happen with a change in like, I don't know, administration or what's going on in the world. It's probably not happening like we think it is. Yeah. Um, but again, it's, it's so slow. It's might be hard to even see. Well, I could totally see that on a political level, because I think and this is one of the this is one of those like inklings that I've had. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not basing this on astrology or anything. It's just like a feeling in the gut is like, I feel like over the summer, this is going to be the time when Democrats are just going to be like, we need to get rid of the filibuster. Like we need to start where like I think I think you're going to start to see that war like ramp ramping up because people will be frustrated that it's just like, okay, 
You know, this whole pipe dream of them actually working with this is just that. So can we yes. move on, please? Right. Like exactly. Joe Manchin, like HR one is going to help you out more than anything. So could you just get on board, please? Yes. Like I have, I have a feeling it's going to be. Yeah. Those I, types of things. As let's say this like American dreams. Yes. This facade that's been going on for so long. There's only so much the 98% can handle, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I could see yeah. that totally happening. Well, yeah. And too, like um, in the Sibley chart, I think Lisa Scheim made a post about this. Um, it's like transiting Neptune is opposite the Sibley chart Neptune. Mm-hmm. So there's just like all of this disbelief and conspiracy theories yes. and so QAnon. on and so forth. Yeah. QAnon, all of that. So... And and we're sadly we're going to be in that for a while because Neptune is so slow moving and it's retrograde now, so it's exactly. just going to go back. Oh God, we could see. I know. Ooh. Just like this Ugh. long dragged out. Out. Yeah. It's yuck. <laughs> so yeah. So that. So you're still going to hear about QAnon. Sorry, you're still going to yeah. see politicians argue about a bunch of bullshit. So yeah. Right. <laughs> and pretend they're not wrong. And whatever. yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's fun. <laughs> and then let's see, Venus. Um, it says Venus and Leo co-present with Mars. Oh, so Venus, we get that Venus ingress into yes to Venus ingress into Leo. Yes, I can talk. Um, and then she'll be co-present with Mars again. Yes. Which you know, I don't know. I feel like Venus and Leo similarly to mars in leo but not really like this is like glamour day you know yeah. and great night to dress up in uh your gilded self you yeah know? i just think um, fire goddess like yeah exactly it's it's a smolder i think because mm-hmm. i always think like yeah. venus and aries too kind of has that fire goddess but it's a mm-hmm. different fire goddess yeah it's a fire goddess that will whoop your ass this is like this is a fire goddess that is like worship me look at my hair (laughs) exactly pick my golden throne up on your shoulders (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's gaga it's lady gaga going into the awards back in like what was that like 2012 or something where she had like guys carrying her in yeah this is i want to know where her venus is oh god I bet yeah. she has a really interesting chart. Probably. I'm looking it up real quick. Because uh, <laughs> I at least want to see where her her Venus is. Let's see. Come on. I'm going to laugh if it's Venus and Leo. I will too. Oh, no. But we were close. It's Venus and Aries. <laughs> ah! <laughs> so it is that fire goddess. Still, yeah, yeah. You know? So it's the fire goddess thing. Yep. That's for awesome. Sure. Yeah, that's great. So yes, yeah, so, and she's going to be in the same house with Mars. So, yeah. yeah, you know, they'll get to hang out. Mars will be happier. He'll be a better um, host. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Actually, he, she's just going to have to listen to him talk about himself a lot. Probably. Yeah, I can see that. She's going to be talking about herself a lot, though, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, no so worries. Yeah. And then um, I had also put, like, June 30th, this starts to happen. It doesn't go to the exact minute until, like, July 1, but might as well talk about it. Mars opposite Saturn. Yeah. That's another. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) We both had the same reaction. It pairs nicely (sighs) with the Saturn square Uranus. Mm Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Um, one foot on the brake, one on the gas. Yeah. Well, and Mars will be in Leo at that point, so it'll be slightly different. But it's like Mars wants to just get all the victory speeches mm-hmm. and all that. And then Saturn is basically wanting to stay the course. Like you are not you're totally distracted. You need to focus on the war, not 
not the prize. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I have a feeling too, Saturn will be saying, you know, it's not just about you. It's about yes. everybody else too. Exactly. So what are you doing? I like, I'm glad you're helping yourself, but what are you doing to help everybody else? Right. Like it's going to be that type of. Yeah. What's the point of the war if you're not even, you know, what is the point of the war? It's not just about you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not just yeah. so you can have a victory speech. Exactly. There's other people and things at stake, like quit being so solid. Yeah, it's like quit being so self-centered. Like that's mm -hmm. that's what Saturn is telling right. Mars and Leo. And Mars is just like, stop harshing my buzz. <laughs> like, yeah, you so know how long I was in cancer? God. Yeah. <laughs> just let me have this. Yeah. I've got, like... go into, I've got to go into Virgo next. Jesus. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Although Mars and Virgo is very productive. I was about to say, that's usually when I get most of my stuff, you know, streamlined yeah. and going. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, this one will definitely be probably hard to maybe even focus for a little bit, you know, and just mm -hmm. we, we just want to. Well, and I wonder, too. With it being in June, and we're towards the end of June, so we're going into July, I'm wondering, with things opening up, with hearing that, you know, you don't have to wear a mask if you've been vaccinated, I'm wondering if we're going to start to see a spike. Yes. And then there's going to be like, okay, now we've got to go start doing more lockdown type things, and people are going to be pissed yeah like i wonder if there the could be summer. something like that yeah and we did our we did what we were supposed to and yeah, yeah. Mm. i'm wondering if there could be some of that yeah for sure maybe so yeah. well that's june Woo. hooray that was pretty quick <laughs> yeah it's it's got a different vibe than may and yeah I'm trying to figure out what it is, but I feel I feel like the overall message is like get your get it together. Like I feel yeah. that's what June is trying to say. Like get it yeah. together. Well, that I feel that. It's like get your crap together so maybe you can see how this like these new ways can yeah. be really great, you know? Yeah. You're so afraid of leaving your comfort zone that you never you'll never get to experience life and so mm -hmm. yeah you have to do what you have to do but there's something good on the other side of that yeah, oh, yeah. there's something good on the other end so yeah all yeah. right well thank you yet again for being here to have these chats with me thank you as always and we'll see everyone in july Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and subscribe. For more information, please go to our website at somethinginthestars.com. Until next time, take care.